Welcome to Walking the Talk. In Hebrews 4 and verse 15, it says this, For we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Just in case the King James Version um, stumps you a little bit on understanding this, it used two negatives here. Let me word it in a way that makes it clearer. What he is saying is, we have an high priest, that's Jesus, our high priest, which is in the likeness of the old law, where the high priest would go in and make sacrifices for the people, right? That's what Jesus does for us. So we have a high priest which can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, with the feelings of our problems, our struggles, our our hurts, our aches. He can be touched with those feelings. He understands, in other words. And then it says he was tempted in all points just like we are. So he knows what it's like. He knows what you go through. He knows what I go through. Yet it says without sin. You see, the difference between he and us is that he is without sin. And we are full of sin. So we need a high priest, Jesus, to enter into the Holy of Holies uh, in the likeness of the Jewish tabernacle, to enter in into God's presence for us that we might be redeemed through the sacrifice he offers. Of course, he offers himself, right? Philippians 2 and verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. You see, he was, John told us he was God. He was with God and he was God. And he came down to uh, take on flesh and, and to live the human experience with us. You see, he was equal with God, but verse 7 says, But he made himself of no reputation, and he took upon the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You see, that's what Jesus did for me. And so what did that accomplish? God, in offering himself to mankind, what did that accomplish? Romans 5.19, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, speaking of Adam, Adam and Eve in the beginning, he continues, So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Because Jesus obeyed. He humbled himself and obeyed, submitted to God's will in the offering of himself upon the cross of Calvary. Many were made righteous. That's me. That's you. Philippians 3 and 9, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, 
but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. You see, our righteousness, we become righteous because of our faith in God and the sacrifice that was made on our behalf through Jesus Christ. Because of the sacrifice of Christ, because of our faith in Christ and in God, the Father. We can be found in him, not our own righteousness, his righteousness. In other words, his righteousness covers us and protects us. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21, for he hath made, made him, Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's the promise made to you and to me. Nothing I could have done would make myself righteous. I am bound in the flesh to sin. But because of Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, the one who had not committed sin, had not stained his life, his reputation, or anything about him with the flesh, things of the flesh. He has gone and made the sacrifice. He paid our penalty, the penalty I owe. He paid it for me. And because of that, I now can have and be seen as, from God's perspective, righteous because I have God's righteousness with me and in me. Oh, what a beautiful picture and the love that God has displayed in showing us his love for us. Join me next time as we continue to walk the talk.